podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Manifestation Coach. A little bit about me, I've been studying manifestation since my spiritual awakening in 2009. My teachings are a mixture of non-duality teachings, Jungian psychology, Buddhist psychology, of who I am and how I teach my specific approach to manifestation. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what it really means to apply that everyone is God in drag. I don't know if you've ever heard this quote. I think it was Ram Dass who coined this quote that everyone is God in drag. So like genuinely applying this to your life, I don't know if you've ever thought about doing that, but it's something I've been experimenting with. You know, really genuinely looking out at the screen of my life, the screen of space that my soul is projecting onto reality that I see and seeing that everyone and everything is God in drag, right? Everyone and everything is me at that level of God, right? Not me on the level of psyche, my individual psyche, my individual human stuff, but everyone is me on that level of God, So, and you can apply this too, because who am I speaking to? I'm speaking to just another version of myself. And everyone and everything is God and drag. Everyone and everything is just another version of me. And you can say the same for yourself. Everyone and everything is just another version of you. So that doesn't mean that... We always have to accept the way the world is. Acceptance is always a part of the process, but same with change, same with manifestation, same with improvement, evolution, success, thriving, growth, positivity. So when you look out at your reality and you see can teach yourself to practice this, that everything and everyone you see is God and drag, right? But genuinely look at, look through that lens, right? And that, that could take some practice to really clear out your sense of separation. It's something I've been working on for a few years. Well, technically since my spiritual awakening started in 2009, that was the first experience I had of an actual merging with the one, oneness. So after that experience and I came back into separation, came back into my separate self, 
I started to try to figure out what happened to me and try to become enlightened, right? I tried to reach some permanent state of non-duality. And then I realized that my life was going to continue and my life as a separate individual is going to continue. So it did. But now, you know, over 10 years later, however many years that's been, <laughs> 12 years, um, 12 years later, now I feel like I've grown into the person that I want to be. And I also know how to release separation, remove separation at times. So the way I see it now is I don't think we're meant to always be looking through the eyes of God. We're here to be human. So always, you know, put you don't ever have to put a pressure on yourself to always do it right, to always see oneness, to always see yourself pushed out, to see everyone is you on that deeper level. Because sometimes we're just going to not be there. We're going to be in separation. And that's okay because we didn't come here to just experience God. We are already God and we then we created separation. God created the world to experience himself or herself, itself. So separation isn't a negative thing, but it can be when there's too much of it. It's like finding a balance that works for you, finding what resonates, and that's always changing too. You know, living intuitively means you pay attention to how you feel moment to moment to the wonder of the moment. You're open to seeing through the eyes of an infant. Infant eyes is one of the one of these practices I did when I was in Buddhist psychology school at Naropa University. I had a class called contemplative dance practice and we would practice different ways of seeing. One of the ways we would see is through the infant eyes. Through infant eyes. So you can practice that, you know. You can try that on and see how your reality feels when you look through infant eyes. Another eye practice we used was to not notice the forms in the space, but to focus more on the space. So like if you're in your living room, instead of looking at the furniture or the coffee table, look at the space between the coffee table and the furniture, or look at the space in the hallway, right? Playing with your consciousness like this can be really aligning, it can help you align more with source and bring new insights, change the way your brain is working. Anyways, I don't know how I got on that subject. <laughs> but seeing through the eyes of an infant is like 
less separation. You're gonna perceive less separation. As adults, we're constantly perceiving separation. I don't know, maybe you have no idea what I'm even talking about by this, um, and that's okay. It might take time to really get a felt experience of what I'm talking about. Seeing through the eyes of separation is you're constantly cutting up your reality into pieces. Um, you know, me against the world, me against this person, me against that person, me against my own day, me against my own self, me against my own body, me against my own food. Like all these types of ways we can create separation. And there's a, there's this space that I practice seeing from that I'm trying to share with you, which is everyone, everything is God in drag, but not conceptually, like to not just have the concept, right? And think, okay, everyone is God in drag, but the actual felt experience. And you can have that in this present moment. The felt experience of there's no separation there's only oneness. At the same time, we are bodies having this human experience. But I'm seeing this human experience at times, right? I'm not saying it's something I believe we're always supposed to be in oneness. But life can be, it can be a relief to practice this and if it is a relief for you then practice it right if it feels good practice it and it also helps with manifestation because when you stop creating separation between you and what you're manifesting what you're creating and you see it through the lens of oneness and you see you know everything that you want to manifest you know a lot of the time our, our manifestations involve other people right and so if you think about it, how are you creating separation between you and other people? Because the ideas in your mind about how separation is between you and them, all of that can slow down the flow of like what God is trying to do, right? The highest good, the flow of alignment, the flow of the highest good for all. So we can increase the flow of the highest good on this planet by releasing our separate self more and more. Not all the way, okay? I'm not that type of spiritual teacher saying to completely get rid of your ego. I think as long as we're in the physical body, we're going to have an ego. But your ego can become more one with God. Your ego can merge more with source energy. So practicing and intending to see more through that perspective, you know, infant eyes, seeing the space in which form appears, and then releasing the habit of, of perceiving separation between you and others, right? Just imagine if the world started doing this more, right? How many changes we would see? 
feel like right now it's really easy to imagine the world as one because we're all going through this pandemic. So it's like, it's easier for us to feel like we're all in the same boat. I don't know about you, but the sense of separation on the planet was a lot stronger before this whole pandemic started about, is it been a year and a half? So right now it seems like the energy on the planet, everyone is kind of releasing separation naturally. But here's the next thing, though, is that we can manifest whatever we want. Like we can manifest a, a more beautiful planet. We can manifest, you know, more advanced society, enlightened society. We can manifest that because we're all ready for change. We are ready for something better. We're ready to do life more lovingly, more through the eyes of source, right? Seeing through the eyes of source seems to me like everybody's really yearning for that right now. So you can release the idea of separation for yourself and for the whole. The way you perceive the whole is important, right? If everyone starts perceiving the whole, you know, it's like they're not separate from the whole, then just imagine how faster, how much faster we can manifest collectively what we really want. The kind of like more kindness on the planet or more abundance, more freedom to really be ourselves. I think it's very possible right now to start seeing some major shifts on the planet and as well as individually. I don't know if I've ever felt like such a connection between my individual self and the whole. And that's probably because I have been practicing releasing separation in my own psyche. But I think also the way things are being manifested on the planet right now seems like separation is becoming less of the goal. Separation will still be needed, but in a healthy way, right? Separation is, is important in certain ways to distinguish and be able to discern. Because as humans, we're still always going to have to discern what's best for us and our unique path. And then also how that corresponds to the outside world, right? So although we want to release layers of separation that are no longer serving us, we also want to keep certain layers of separation that do serve us as an individual and as the collective. So paying attention to that, right? It's not 
just about letting go of all the separation because again, we're here to be human. We're here to be separate, but we're going to be separate in more of a loving way, more of a kind way in my in my opinion. That's what I'm picking up on right now energetically regarding what's going on in the world. So allow yourself to take this on, take this to the next level for you in your life experience. How can you remove separation for yourself in a way that is is for your highest good and is serving your soul's journey? And then how can you hold on to some separation that is beneficial for your for your ego, for having a healthy ego? We all I always talk about this because I am an empath. Like empaths need to know that it's okay to have a healthy ego. Sometimes certain people need to build their ego strength. Certain people need to build their ego because maybe they were around big egos growing up so their ego was always cast aside things like that right if you are more the outcast of your family system or something so for you it may be better to build your ego strength so for people who are it's really easy to you know put their own desires aside their own selfishness aside for others right sometimes they need to learn how to have more ego strength because these are the kinds of people that we do need leading and more in the public eye right the sensitive souls the more spiritual souls, the more energetic souls. Right now, these kinds of people moving more into the public eye is a good thing. And and instead of the really big, powerful, strong egos that really um, override others. And there's like a place for everything. There's a place for those type of type of egos in the world too. <laughs> so it's all good. But this is the Butterfly Soul Life Coaching School podcast. And if you're a butterfly soul, you're probably an empath. So you as an empath need to know how to have ego strength usually. And so when you're releasing separation, don't let your ego strength go out the door as well. Okay, I'm going to end the podcast here. I hope this served you. I hope that it brings you more ability to manifest the idea of the world that you want to see. What kind of world do you really want to live in, right? Envision that. Imagine that. What would a more loving world look like? What would a more present world look like? What would a more abundant world look like? What what kind of world is your dream world, right? 
imagine that because the fact that you're imagining it is starting the manifestation process of it you know vibing on the frequency of the idea of the world that you really want to live in it that in itself improves the world because vibration cannot like vibration cannot not be you know your vibration affects the other vibrations everywhere vibration is not separate that's another way to look at it too and there's no separation in vibration you can't separate energy like how can you do that <laughs> you can't separate energy and energy is what you are so practicing your idea of the world that you want to live in is also manifesting it Practicing your own idea of your own individual reality is also manifesting it. And also visualizing for others manifests for them too. You can visualize your friends, your family living their best life, getting everything they want, being healthy, happy, abundant, free, and a part of the world vision that you have, right? We can totally manifest the world improving, you know, more health, perfect health, let's say. What would it be like if everyone on the planet was thriving in really perfect health, happy, abundant, free, conscious, awake, present, loving, compassionate beings? something to think about, something to imagine. And if we all start imagining this, that's going to definitely put a big ripple effect out on the planet, and those vibrations will not go unnoticed. You will see manifestations of that vibration that you put out. So that's how powerful you are, that's how powerful we all are. And that's how powerful the collective is. So again, it's not your responsibility to do this. It should be your joy, right? Because it's just a part of you. You can't be separate from it. And if something is a part of you, it, it is you. So everyone and everything is God in drag. Everyone and everything, you, everyone and everything is God in drag. See it that way. Practice perceiving that way. Seeing through those kinds of eyes. And you will see miracles. Absolute magic. Absolute miracles appear in front of your eyes. Easily, effortlessly, naturally. Because it's just 